0: Oh ah holiday get-together so many things to look forward to
1: pass the squash i'm trying to eat more vegetables no actually squash is a fruit it's a vegetable like green beans well
2: beans are a legume what are you the vegetable police look
0: i'm just saying that just because. You... but to those who can always find the silver lining give the gift of joy holiday scratchers from dc lottery like peppermint payout merry money multiplier and festive 500s with over 1 million dollars in total cash prizes just
1: try to be accurate around here
0: please play responsibly
1: What up, what up, what up, Don't some of the shit. Boy, Joe Proppy. My girl, Monet Banks. He giving you opinions backwards back. Straight like that. Let's get to it. Let's go, man. We got we got a special one for him, name man. Uh, we got to talk to him.
0: All right. Today is a wonderful day. Happy Easter to all of those out there mm-hmm. celebrating. He has happy, risen. Happy. Uh, this is episode 12, guys. This is Stay Rooted and stay connected we um and when i say that i want you guys to really kind of think about what that means because we have founder and ceo paco sando. Sando. s <laughs> <like, "Heg> no!
3: <laughs> it's a lot easier than it looks it's paco, sando. paco, paco sando. sando yes sir mm-hmm
0: okay you know they ain't gonna let y'all know what it is for real um but he is doing absolutely amazing things i'm talking about things you are probably not even thinking about doing at this time in your life um making major connections and major moves so we are excited to have you on the show today sir
3: i'm excited to be here thank y'all for inviting me
0: where are you at currently
3: i am currently in dallas texas at home at her base. Um everything Mazizi is right out of my mom's house. So um every morning is like we go to the garage, we package, we ship, um, and we get everything straight to the customers. Nice. cool.
1: So let me ask you this because like, honestly, when you when you said your name, it sounded more Paco. Uh-huh. I am my bad. So Bacow. so
3: an uh, easy way to to remember it is just like Paco Taco. Paco, like nice. Paco Taco.
1: Now, but let me ask you this, bro. This, <laughs> What's up? Where, 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 in Africa does your name originate from? Because Ghana, like, it didn't sound, it didn't sound African when you, when, you know, when I look at it today. But when you, when you, when you pronounce it, it, in didn't, it didn't sound African. So, I'm, what part of Africa are you from? <laughs> if you were so
3: from I, I've definitely, I'm Ghanaian. Even though I have a Nigeria jersey oh. on right now, I'm, I'm full blood Ghanaian. Okay. Um, West Africa, Ghana, I'm Fanti. And my my name Paco actually means boy born on Thursday. And I I have boy 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 born on Thursday. Yes sir. Okay.
1: So what's winning? No, 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 no.
3: So but nonetheless, um I'd have say Americanized my name a little bit. There should be more emphasis on the K, so it should be Paco. Um, yeah. um, but just to uh, make it keep whoa. it easy, yes sir. Just okay. to make it easy, I'd just say Paco. Okay.
1: Well, well, when 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 last time or if you have, when's the last time you visited God?
3: Honestly, the last time I went whenever I, I was a kid, I was a jit, so I really don't remember it much. Mm-hmm. Um I've gone to the continent recently or in recent as in like 2018, but whenever I went, I visited um, South Africa. So I never got the actual chance you didn't to go home,
2: anymore. bro. Like, <laughs> I was
3: working. We were working. I ain't gonna
1: lie to you, bro. Like, yo, 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 home, Ghana is a very beautiful place. Like, you know, I went there 2019, coming in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like around uh, Pram Pram Beach. Like, hey, okay. some of the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen in my life, bro. So, okay. like, whenever you get a chance, you need to, I mean, just don't take it back to Ghana, bro. We, like, your home is it's a beautiful place. It's
3: a beautiful Justin, believe the, the goal is to go back home, and I've been trying to, but and I was supposed to even go this past Christmas, but oh, yeah. Corona, right. you know what I'm saying, right. so we'll see, but when the when the wind blows, I'm sure I'm going to be there.
0: So I had an opportunity. I did kind of do some uh, digging and some research on you, of course, because I'm uh, very interested in your story and just, because I know it's not easy to do the things that you're doing, and you know, kind of reading about your struggles and uh, some of your triumphs as well. So, um, you know, when you got started, you know, I was like the the, the funny thing about it, you know, you are just like I was couch surfing and back in the day, you know, and like I, a lot of those, a lot of those things are relatable because the grind and what it really takes to get something off the ground. Um, so, you were actually, so you're actually born in Brooklyn, or you you raised in Brooklyn. Uh, I was born
3: in Brooklyn. I lived okay. there for like two years before I moved to Ohio. And then from Ohio, I spent most of my childhood, moved to Texas for like whenever I was 12 years old. And then um, whenever I was in Texas, I spent most of my teenage years out here.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So he D-town
3: boogie in for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I stay in the suburbs. I'm in Plano. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. you out
0: there, you, you know the, tics, the Dallas I'm, streets out there. Play, no play, no play. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm a Southern boy. I'm a Southern heart yeah. hurt. Damn.
0: So, so the the, 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 what I wanted to get into was, you know, we're talking about embracing your background and really just making those connections or staying connected with um, people who are like-minded and really, you know, uh, capitalizing off, you know, kind of the culture basically. Um, So when it comes to you embracing your background, um, you know, can you really talk about that and how that has really shaped the brand that you build today?
3: When I was growing up, I was very, um, I shunned my my Ghanaian culture and my heritage. I didn't want to be African. I lived in a very Caucasian neighborhood in Columbus, Ohio, and I just wanted to be another white boy. Um, And it took me... (laughs) I mean, that's just what it was. It's what I saw, is what I was around. You get me? Um so yeah, so it, it took me some time to actually start appreciating my blackness and like actually starting to hang out with more black people, start um actually really embracing my identity. And that wasn't until I came down to Texas and I got a real taste of diversity. Um and yeah, I mean it, it's been a journey. Honestly, a lot of times I still feel as if like I'm not Ghanaian enough for for Ghanaians at the same mm-hmm. time, like, I feel like I'm not, I'm too Ghanaian for a lot of just like Africans or African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it, it's been an interesting space to navigate as I've grown up, but as I get older, um, I don't know, I, I recognize that each individual part of me is, is beautiful and I just kind of accept it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm.
0: Like, I love the fact that um, your brand is about inclusion, but it also celebrates individuality. Um, so it's it's very powerful what it means. But we're gonna get into that. I just wanna kinda of give your background story a little bit because I know there are some people who are unfamiliar with your story and you know, basically some of the success that you've had. So um who would you say has been your biggest imp- inspiration? Um, you know, whether it be fashion, business, you know, somebody that you've kind of been modeling your your, I would... your
3: a clothing after it. my, I, um, I would say my my biggest inspiration easily is my mom, just seeing because it's always been just me and her. She's a single mother, um, and seeing how hard she has worked, especially to keep me sheltered throughout my entire life. Um, we've gone through multiple stages or stints where she didn't have a job for, for two plus years, and the fact that she is a single mother and has been able to have enough financial literacy in order to keep us afloat, as well as keeping shelter and not feel those pressures of being jobless and or unemployed. Yeah. Um, it's inspiring, yo. And like, I, I wish that I could be half the woman or half the man, half the person. <laughs> 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 think, you know, am say half of something is that, that my mama is.
0: That so. is amazing. That's a blessing. Um, what about, I guess, that non-celebrity so who would you say uh celebrity or your ideal collaboration
3: um i do I, i'm putting it out there for a little bit i like what um the homies at daily paper which is a it's like an african lifestyle brand that's over there in, in europe um i think mm. they originally in, i want to say the netherlands i i could be wrong mm-hmm. um but yeah, they're doing great things over there, and I feel like if there's anybody that Mazizi should collaborate with, it would be it would make the most sense to collaborate with them.
0: That's dope. Mm-hmm.
1: Now you know what I want to kind of touch on something you were talking about earlier about you know you know when you come up in Plano and kind of um, you oh, know I'm not wanting sure to really be um, African and you know what I'm saying not appreciating your Kenyan heritage and stuff like that because I mean I feel like you know uh, like our generation. Like, coming up, like, a lot of people struggle with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you know, you got people at school, you know, your African booty scratch and stuff like that. And, but now it's like, now nah, it's cool to be African. You know what I mean? It's cool to want to go to Africa and do them type of thing. So it mm-hmm. could, you know, uh, especially as a, you know, adolescent coming up as a kid, it could, like, you know, it could be detrimental, like, detrimental to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially to your... uh to your self-esteem and to okay. your your you know what I mean? Like cause cause some of us, you know, ain't as strong mentally as others, you know what I mean? Some people like me, you know, where I came from an it was just like, bro, like you they gonna talk, they gonna say they whatever, but you gotta stand on your own too and talk back. You're like you all marked for booty scratching, but did you take a bath today? Be savvy with the hit back, cause it's like it's just words at the end of the day, but you know. I, I kind of, it kind of, that kind of hit me, you know, when you said that, because I I, um, I kind of understood what you were going through, but, and that's yeah, that's I said, you know, uh, you should really, you should really go to Ghana, bro, because it's a spirit, it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual thing, bro, like, you're going you gonna to know in your spirit that you at the house, this is where you belong, you know, it's what my mm-hmm. people say, you know what I'm saying, like, you're literally going to feel it in your spirit when you go, and then you will really appreciate, you know, where you're from and how unique that you are, you know what I'm saying, because that's what I didn't understand, I just be like, I just wanna fit in with my homies, you know what I'm saying? Go to my boy, Lamont house, you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you We know just trying to, wow. like, you know, I didn't really appreciate how you knew, how unique I was as a person and uh as a human being, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really understand it, appreciate it, or you know, or know, it, you know what I'm saying? But once I understood it, shit.
0: It's,
1: it's a story. And it's stuck. <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? I feel the same for you too though, you know. That's,
0: so, like if your mom, up. uh, she's chefing up, uh, some Ghanian dishes,
3: yeah, she, she, she be cooking a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She, okay. not, not as much. question
0: so is, and I had to ask because, uh, Joe, he's Nigerian, and you're Ghanian, so it's always that jollof rice beef, right? So, who got the best jollof rice?
3: Who you? Who Honestly, I, I'll say the Senegalese. You know what I'm saying? They got everybody beat. That's where it originated from. You know I'm saying? Like, uh-uh. hey. And then it goes Ghana and then Nigeria. I haven't had the
1: pleasure of having those Senegalese uh, rights. <laughs> I mean you got uh, to. You got to. Yeah, you can Yeah, you can't knock anything to you try, so but you know. Exactly. But we talking about Ghana and Nigeria are
0: differences though, I believe. And that's yeah. why that's what the impact of Mizizi has because you're celebrating people from Ghana from Senegal from South Africa. Um it's
3: actually Senegal's Independence Day today, too. For those who don't
0: know. Oh Oh my goodness, that's so amazing. It's going down for real, guys. Um, okay, so let's really get into your brand and talk about Mazizi, what it means. Um, now, Mazizi is Swahili for roots. Um, so, when we're talking about staying rooted, you know, really getting back to the origins of really, you know, who we are as people and you know, I feel like there's so much strength or just like viable life when you talk about connections
3: and stuff like that you know what i mean so mazizi as you said it means we're swahili we say that we are the official streetwear brand for the african diaspora we like connecting representing you're getting
1: me. but the clothing line is swahili talk
3: to me dog. what's up the homie, so, the <laughs> whenever i was a freshman at usf the homie who inspired me to start the brand he was kenyan he, he was Kikuyu. So whenever I had was going through a list of words that was related to Africa um in the diaspora and we got down to roots, he translated all the words in Swahili for me. And I heard Mazizi, I was like, Oh yeah. Mm. Like that that's the one. It's, that's, fly, that's as hell, the one. <laughs> it's fly as hell
1: now. I ain't go, I ain't knocking that it's fly as hell. But for it to be Swahili was just
3: I mean, it's interesting, you know. You know, yeah, we gotta be inclusive. And then they, what did they say that Swahili is or they kind of dub it as Africa's uh, language? Um, the African language, so it makes sense is, is it so? <laughs> <Even ever>. cool.
1: <Exactly. laughs> so? right, you
0: know I mean, Interesting. It's, it's meaning something so we're talking about embodying um a movement and a lifestyle um so can you kind of take us back to like when you were like right on the cusp of right before you you you, uh, you say you created a website and like all your jerseys basically or your or the Ghanian jerseys are sold out like within minutes or something like mm-hmm. that. So can you take us right back up, like up into that point where you were just like,
3: "Lord, I, I ain't got, I, I'm,
0: I'm on, I'm on the edge right now. You know, like, <laughs> I can't take it no more. Please, like, you know, I, I'm ready for this breakthrough. Can, can you uh, take us back to that moment?"
3: So for before I even like I had officially launched Mizzizi, I had spent a year and a half. Um, trying to actually get it off the ground and find a way to make it viable. Um, my This was like my sophomore year now in, at USF. I took my fall semester off. Um, so by spring semester, I was couch surfing. I was, I was going through it. My grades were slipping. My relationship was, was falling. I, um, it, was, it was just a really tough time for me. And I ultimately ended up moving to Orlando with another friend that um, he grew up with me in Plano as well, but he went to the University of Central Florida, uh, whereas I went to USF. So I stayed with him for the summer and like throughout that entire summer, uh, it it was really rough. But like being with a friend that I grew up with that I could trust, um, it helped. I mean, it just gave me peace of mind, you know, and just being in like a safe space. So we spent the entire summer uh, partying, doing odd jobs, trying to keep hope alive. But throughout that time, I had been trying to figure out, still trying to figure out how I can make this easy viable. Um, and i was trying to license the designs i spent so much money like putting into the work finding figuring out which countries were the most populated within the united states um getting the designs done and the only part that i needed done was figuring out how to actually get it made so that entire summer i was pitching the easy to different brands in the states in canada in europe um all seeing if they would take take me on and i would show that i literally made the, this this 50 page business plan describing where these markets were at, who they're following on social media, how big the markets were, um, just how to pretty much sell the product. And everybody told me no, like everybody told me that it was that it was a cool idea, but um, it wasn't what they they were interested in or they had enough on their plate at the moment. And it wasn't until the very last person this was like July, July of 2015. Um, so I call it divine intervention. My the person I was staying with, his name is Zane. He had a roommate who had a brother who had a clothing line in Miami. I pitched Mazizi to him. He told me no, but he told me that I should start looking to manufacture the product overseas as opposed to looking for a manufacturer in the states. So whenever I did get quotes overseas, and I got, I realized that was a third of the cost of anything that I was or anything that I was quoted over here in the states. I got some samples in, and I realized that it was damn near 10 times the quality of anything that i had had previously had um gotten from other manufacturers out here i was like oh shit like this this is really possible now like i I have all the the information you know you know like um, i I figured out how to sell the product the last piece of the puzzle was figuring out how to actually make the product um and by then so this is like early august was whenever i called up a few homies in dallas i set up a photo shoot Um, I set their release date on August 30th, and it it didn't feel, it it all felt surreal until, like, it was right after we finished the first photo shoot. I remember just being in the car, um, and every time I closed my eyes, like, I just saw, like, a shiny door, a shiny gold door that was out of my peripheral, and it, it just, I don't know, it sounds crazy to say out loud, but um, I
0: mean it's, it's confirmation that you were <laughs> your subconscious was aligning like you were like, You know what this is this is it. you recognize but that moment
3: it was really like, okay, like once we walk through this door, there's no turning back like this is this is this is real pucker. you've put in so much time, energy, and money into this now's the moment is is are you gonna actually step through it or are you just gonna let it all are you gonna shy away and walk away from it?' Um, and yeah, so whenever I, ultimately I did, I finished launched Mazizi on August 30th, 2015, and I haven't looked back since.
0: Hey, man, yeah, it's <laughs> a big thing. You, you're, not, you're not ready, you, you're not even ready for what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> for real, we're talking about connecting all of these different people under basically like one umbrella, if you will. Um, mm. so when when we talk about streetwear though? What are we
3: really talking about? For the most part, we focus our lane is jerseys, sports jerseys. We make basketball, baseball, hockey, um as well as soccer, but we are expanding. I want us to start getting into athleisure. I want us to be The original idea from Azizi was supposed to be everything from head to toe. Like literally like bucket hats, shirts, long sleeves, pants, shorts, everything. Um and I do want us to original to get slowly but surely get back to that idea. Um, but you get famous for one thing first, right? You get known for, for like an original idea first, which is why we're championing um, the jerseys for the time being. And as we grow, we do we plan on expanding into more athleisure, more gear that is actually functional um, and more things that you can wear on an everyday basis. We got some mazizi socks on there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're well, I mean, we, we playing with a few designs here off. and there, but we haven't released anything officially yet. Mm. Okay, so that means
0: it could potentially be in the works, y'all. So make sure y'all uh, tune it in. Um, and also shop. Uh, it's Um So you can check out some of the latest gear that they have.
3: You know, we have jerseys for african countries caribbean countries latin american even fictional ones such as wakanda or zamunda um and we've partnered with disney marvel as well as paramount to release officially licensed jerseys for each of their movies Man, let's yeah on so that.
0: major link-ups y'all are y'all listening major link-ups so you had a partnership with marvel um to create the black when the black panther had just came out to create uh the wakanda jersey right Correct. So how did that even come about? Because that's that's major. You you acting all humble. Yeah, you just like, know,
2: you
0: know, know Marvel, you know, they, they called me to the the Marvel so, school, man. How you
2: the Marvel
3: the Marvel was it, it was a it was a struggle, but um so back whenever the Black Panther movie trailer had first dropped, and this was I wanna say twenty October of twenty seventeen, um Everybody had hopped on Twitter. They were talking about, oh, what should we wear to the Black Panther movie premiere? We had customers who were saying, oh, let's wear traditional wear. We had customers who were saying, let's wear Mazizi. And then we had customers who were saying, no, Mazizi needs to make a jersey specifically for us to wear for the movie. Yay. Um And like, that's what originally had sparked the idea. And I had thought about it and I had I had considered it, but at the end of the day, like, it's Marvel, right? They're, they're a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Well, why would they partner with a two and a half year old Black owned business? Um, but I started doing more research. I started figuring out like, okay, what problems was Marvel having with their marketing with Black Panther and how could Mazizi be a solution for them? How could we um essentially be that, oh, that answer?
2: Solution oriented.
3: Um, I mean that because at the end of the day, that's all businesses, it's solving someone else's problem.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: okay. So <laughs> I uh from there I had put together um, a pitch deck showing outlining why our product was um a great fit for them. I sent it off to their licensing department team, um, but they they rejected me pretty quickly, pretty swiftly, and told me that they already had other licensors and merchandisers that were making products for them. They didn't need any additional, um, but I, I can be, I call it polite persistence. Yeah. Um, I can be annoying, but at the end of the day, as long as I'm polite and respectful, the worst you can tell me is no, right? Yeah. So uh, we, it was a lot of back and forth, and eventually I I decided like a to- Pretty much, you know, <laughs> I'm saying like, I'm annoying as hell, <laughs> but like I, I'm proud of it because at the end of the day, yeah, persistence begets results. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, it, it got to the point to where they were just like, "All right, well, if you if you continue to do so, or if you release anything with Marvel IP on it, we'll have to um, take legal action." So from there, I was like, "Okay, let me take a step back. Let me, if I can go through the front door, how can I go through the back?" Mm-hmm. And that's whenever we created a mock-up jersey, we created a mock-up video home. Pretty much a mock-up campaign, and we told people, "Yo, if you want, if you want us to release this jersey, tag Marvel and tell them that you want it, um, so that we can." And it, and this was by like January of 2018. Well, I right? was on
0: some yeah. gorilla on some gorilla marketing kind
3: of. I, I wasn't gonna take no for an answer. Hey. I really wasn't gonna take no for an answer. I was gonna try everything hey. that I could, you know. Um, so so it did pretty well. The video it got picked up by the Shade Room. Um, it, it circulated pretty. Very very well, but still at the end of the day, whenever I did go, end up going back to Marvel's IP team, they still told me no. Um, so after that, throughout this entire time, I had been following people that worked at the licensing department on LinkedIn, um, and I don't I don't necessarily recommend this method to everybody because it's not necessarily the most professional, and you can piss a lot of people off this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I shot shots. I shot. I reached out to whoever I could at Marvel, sure. who, who I needed to talk to, um, and eventually someone had gone back to me with an email. And from there, I sent the paycheck to that email, and literally within a few hours, I had someone from Disney calling me, asking me how I could come to LA so that we can make um, the Wakanda jersey a real thing.
1: Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure you was a lady
3: when you got that call. What, like, what? damn all what?
1: this shit out of bed, dude, I been through? They hit me, mama.
2: We <laughs>
3: And keep in mind, this is in March. So the Black Panther movie had dropped in February for Black History yeah. Month. So the movie had already dropped, like promotion was already dying down. We had already like, okay, we'd given up on the product since we couldn't actually release it and we were spending money on something that wasn't going to give us any return on investment. Mm-hmm. Um, So when, yeah, when when they they finally came back around in March, I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, what? They this is actually on. happening? <laughs> um and yeah, we we were blessed and we ended up being a part of the uh the DVD merchandise or like packed DVD movie promotional merchandise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you say we we said we can't get that
0: though. that what you're saying? You said we, we, we
3: can't get no, that. So the Wakanda Drake <laughs> is still available on our website. Um if you wanna if y'all want to go check it out, it's still up there. But who knows? When Black Panther 2 comes around we'll Probably end up taking it down to put something out news, so that's going to end up becoming a collectible as well.
1: So, you know, me and you were kind of discussing, you know, some uh, dead stock merchandise. <laughs> well, that would find me coming to Dallas to holler at you, you know what I mean? Because I could do that. Yeah, could, that,
3: that, cool. that would have to be something that's under the table. So. You feel me?
1: <laughs> as long as me and you got that understanding, baby, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a designer uh, coming to America, too. Black Panther. And possibly Black Panther too. Let's go. You know, hey
0: man, this, this so what <laughs> was the what was the coming to America situation?
3: Yeah, man, how did that come about? That was,
1: that's very interesting as well. Yeah.
0: Once we
3: had once we had our foot in the door with Marvel, um, the next two projects, Lion King as well as Coming to America, came together fairly easily. We oh. already had the middleman that, excuse me, connected us with um, the parties at Viacom CBS that were handled the licensing department. Mm-hmm. They were looking for minority companies to work with for the movie. We wanted to be a part of the movie, so whenever we sent in, because we, we designed just some mock-ups just sending send in as a pitch. Whenever we sent those in, they're like, oh yeah, we wanted to work with you guys originally to begin with. Um, so it just came you together like, very naturally, very, very Did
1: you, that, very did you play that when they said that? You wanted to work with you originally? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe, uh, I... Too damn I, cool I
1: think, you know you just, You're going to look foolish saying anything but that. I've learned... Just I've
3: learned in business that you gotta take everything with a grain of salt. So even if they didn't mean it, like, it, it's okay. It's right. Okay. okay. It's
0: I mean, that's fair, you know, because you, you don't want to be burning bridges out here. You want to make sure, right. you know, you definitely. keep it all the way 100, you know?
3: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Somebody <laughs> <laughs> will come back at you look sideways. Um, so... You know, and some people really don't know or understand this concept, but I'm, and I would like some clarification. So the difference between like a clothing line, you know, when people just drop like t-shirts or they have something and what an actual brand is, like talking about the difference between
3: those. To be honest, I'm not even a fashion guy like that, okay. but from my definition um, or from my understanding, I feel like a clothing line is more off or more so one off collections, something that doesn't necessarily it's not contributing to a um I want to say bigger picture, even though bigger picture isn't I I wouldn't say it's the right wording, but it's not contributing to something that's like greater or, or overarching or something that's an umbrella as a brand would be. Um it's something a little bit more minute, whereas a brand is A is just like a bigger expansion of that. Is something that although it may and although it may include one collection, it doesn't necessarily mean it's just limited to that one collection or that one line rather. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if anything, a clothing line Mm -hmm. is just like a subsection of what a a bigger brand is.
0: What would you say um, would be, you know, for some of the people who are listening or who are kind of you know apprehensive about getting started. Uh, what advice would you have to somebody who's trying to launch their own brand, or um, you know, kind of build up their existing company?
3: My go-to is that the acquisition the acquisition of knowledge is a catalyst of progress. Hello, hello, hello,
0: Drop the <laughs> What? So, okay, say it again. The,
3: the acquisition of knowledge is a catalyst of progress. Right. So the more that you learn and something that is significant or actually relate relates to whatever is in front of you, whatever obstacle that may be that is just in front of your face, the more you learn about it, the faster you can get ahead of it. Um, that's literally been my go to in, in regards to any problem. Anytime there's something I don't know about, I, I'll try to find a book, YouTube video, author, speaker, somebody who discusses a problem just so I can see from their perspective and see what solutions they may have to offer. Um and then from there, the more I learn about it, the more I get like a full, full understanding of something. Um, I'm able to figure out like, okay, this is this is probably the best way for me specifically for my pertaining to my circumstances, how to best address this. Um, and that literally applies to everything because nothing under the sun hasn't been done, right? There's always been somebody in time who's written about it, whether it be in a Bible or a hieroglyph on, on the wall or in a book, like the information is out there. It's just a matter of, being intentional with seeking it
0: what no you you definitely touched a few people with that we got some comments about that that was that was that was some jewel dropping right there i wish we had like a mm-hmm. little sound effect where we could be like
2: you know
0: that's definitely um some happy advice that we can carry on carry with us um so what is next for Ms. Easy? Um what's next? what's next? Any upcoming projects? Any major collabs? No, t- t- no, t- 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 you know, we need the models. You know, I'm t- saying t- we available. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: we actually we just wrapped up finish. or We just wrapped up our newest Zimbabwe hockey campaign. Um, well, oh so who,
1: oh. played, who played oh. hockey in in I
3: ain't even no ice what? out there, bro. How are they gonna play in the hockey What is what is rollerblades? I, yeah. Do Nigerians play baseball, but this still the flash jersey. Yeah. Ever seen? <laughs> 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 we do. <That's> <laughs> no,
2: that jersey flies fly hell too. Fact.
3: Thank you. But I mean, for the most part, at the end of the day, so we released a Zimbabwe hockey jersey back in 2016, but we discontinued it. Yeah. But it keeps resurfacing online like every year. And every year we get an onslaught of Zimbabweans who are hitting us up, asking us, where can I get this? We need some more products for Zimbabwe. What's going on? Why am I seeing this product every year? But it's not on your website anymore. Um, so this year for Independence Day coming up on the 18th. like, OK, let's let's do something special for y'all. And let's make sure that we put out something new, something updated and something fresh for y'all. Okay.
1: Um, well, what, what about Nigerian Independence Day? October. I mean,
3: that's that's still October. We still got a few months to go. Okay, thank
2: yeah, you. My boy, said- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta understand
3: me. Not you, not you. Now, you know. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Got a few months. Let us get uh, through the summer first, one bridge at a time. Let's. You know hold on, right.
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <down. Hold
3: laughs> <down. Hold laughs> you
0: know? Let it be known. Um, do you have a mentor?
3: I oh. have.
0: You connected with that's helped you grow your business.
3: So in regards to a business mentor, no, but like real life mentors, I have so many. Um, I mean, in regards to now, I just recently went through and like a black owned, black funded, um, black business accelerator. So it put me in connections with a lot of different mentors and um people such that are in like PayPal and other organizations that I can pick or I can ask to pick their brains, but in regards to any formal mentorship, um, I've literally just kind of learned, had to learn as I go. And yeah, I mean, like, I guess that's why I'm so, so gung-ho about learning or, or finding books because um, I'm I'm learning, doing this, I'm making it up as I go, right? Um, yeah. And the best way that I can learn is, or this is the most successful way that I can learn. I know that the right mentor, the teacher will come whenever the student is ready. Um, So I'm not necessarily forcing it and I'm just allowing life to happen. And when the right mentor does come in my life, does ele- help me elevate Ms. to the next level, Um, I'll open them or accept them with open arms.
1: So do you feel like, you know, that taking that taking that path was the best way instead of like maybe going to somebody else and seeking information and maybe going on what they're telling you versus on like. I don't even want to say moving spiritually, but moving in your, you know, moving how you, you know, moving to your own, you know what I mean? Like how you're learning in your own path, you know, your own way, not really necessarily like being dependent on what somebody else is telling you because they were successful and going their way because everybody got their own way. That's why sometimes, you know, having mentorship is, I don't know, it's a fine line there because it's one thing for somebody to kind of, you can see where they went and they can kind of guide you in the right direction to tell you certain fit, Pitfalls that you can avoid, mm-hmm. but then you know, it's still in a sense you still have to. It still got to be you that's you know, like you say, willing to seek the information, willing to go learn, willing to try new things, do new. You know what I mean? Get laughed at. You know what I'm saying? All that, be embarrassed. You know, but um, yeah, that's why that's one thing I appreciated about your journey, bro. Like real talking Like I remember you, you know when I heard you discussing about the, the trials and tribulations you went, um, you know, to getting with Marvel and, you know, uh, and how you became, you know, the designer for the, you know, for the movie coming to America and, uh, coming to America too, stuff like coming to America. I said, coming to America too, but you know,
3: <laughs> same oh, thing I, I get
1: you,
2: man.
3: Yeah, same, same <laughs>
1: difference, <right? laughs> You just got to give me the, the, the title, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, that's what so that was, it was encouraging, man, because, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of people with our skin color don't even think that that could even happen. And when I heard you telling that story, I was just like, "Wait a minute, nah, I got, I got, I got to highlight this dude. Now you got to let people know what's going on because <laughs> it's just amazing, bro. You know what I'm saying?
3: Bless yeah. you, bro. Thank you, thank you. And and that's not to say that I don't think that formal mentorship, um, or training there's anything wrong with it. No, no, no. Everybody has their own, um, everybody has their own path, and they have what works and what doesn't work for them. Absolutely. I have tried the formal mentorship but i've also learned that if people don't have your best interest at heart that that might necessarily be as fruitful as you may want it to be or you might not get necessarily what you expect um and that's okay so i've I've learned to if anything business taught me is to be a lot more fluid with how life goes take note of the people that do come in your life but also recognize that every character every chapter has its characters so although there may be some chapters with specific characters, and they may not always be there, and that's okay. There's going to be other chapters that new characters will come into your life, and they'll get you where you need to be to, to continue your journey. So, mm.
2: How old are you? Exactly, My bro. Boy. Like <laughs>
3: gross, bro. I'm t- I just turned 26 in January.
0: He's oh, Jedi man. night y'all. young yeah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> nah, bro. I'm talking. Why is being on your years for real, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. you like
1: down, bro. Yeah, no for real.
2: I appreciate you
3: being the only child I've always had to kind of kind of grow up a little fast I've always been a little bit older than or I've had to I don't know I just had to grow up fast so I appreciate it no doubt
0: um okay so I we're gonna move into I guess our kind of like current topics um talking about you know protecting our brands and there was like a, a recent situation uh, and this is kind of just like talking about protecting the culture and things like that, um, you know, because it always seems like it's so such a problem whenever black creatives have a product or they come up with something and then these big, industry, uh big brands culture, come vultures, in, you know, and, and take our ideas or change them around and, and utilize them a different way. So, I mean, what do you have to say about that, you know, for black creators, really not getting their recognition or, you know, has anybody tried to bite your style?
3: is, we, we've inspired a few people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say that much.
2: <laughs> I,
3: I, that's getting stolen today. <laughs> we, we inspired a few people, you
2: know,
3: we are yeah. inspiration for people. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but I, I've learned that that's just the name of the game. That's what business is. Um, Everything's susceptible to being commoditized and imitated. Uh, it's just a matter of making sure that what is it that that sets your brand apart, right? What is it that makes that's going to want want to make people go to war if people ever copy your stuff, right? Um, actually, I have the book here. It's called Breaking from the Pack: uh, How to Compete in a Copycat Economy because um, you have to stay innovative, and I think that's just. Like I said, it's a part of the game. It's gonna happen regardless if you want it to or not. It's just a matter of not letting it faze you, making sure that you do have a strong enough community that will have your back. Um, And make sure that you stay creative enough to where, like, okay, they may copy something that's old, but you're innovative enough to where you're gonna create something new that's gonna bang too. So you're not even worried about the old stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can be kind of discouraging, though, I know, for some, especially people who don't have that, you know, that grit to where they're just like, okay, you know, I got to keep creating or I have to come back with something harder. Or I have to come back with, you know, something different. Um, So they need to quit jacking our stuff. You know what I'm saying? Leave
1: it alone. At least leave some, let, let's, let's give let's, us
0: credit for it.
1: At least peel something off of you,
0: Jack. Okay, it. so you know like on TikTok, yeah. you know like on TikTok, there are like all these black creatives, they're making all these dances and all this stuff like that. So uh Jimmy Fallon or something recently, he had... Uh, one of the white tiktokers on there mm, doing all of the dances but I she didn't it. create any of the dances she was just on there showing the audience how to do the dances
3: and they were half-assed yes <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it wasn't, really wasn't even, even like recognized yeah. it from the
0: original dance it's like at what point is this gonna be like are y'all not tired of doing this same old thing like it's been going on for so long already Like I just I don't
3: know, it hurts my heart to see. No, and it's sad because a lot of times black creatives or content creators are pushed to the shadows, right? And they don't get the same spotlight or recognition. Um, but like I said it's kind of the name of the game. If you do something great, if some people see that something works, people are gonna imitate it. Um but if you are greatness in yourself and it doesn't, you won't worry about the imitators because you know that you're moving in greatness. Anything what is it? What is, is it? Is is it?
1: Imitation is the highest
3: form of flattery? Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. Oscar Wilde said something else. Oh, what was it? There's some. there's like, like one last line in addition to that. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
1: know that no. I just, <laughs> you know, I just <laughs> tried to do <laughs> as much as I could, so I was trying <laughs> to help
0: out, you know. Um, you you say you were gonna say something i forgot you say you wanted to bring up something because you know we don't want to... we want to keep this as a nice interview but you know you know we gotta try Question to get in there and ask it. the real real tough
2: questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so of course this is everybody's favorite portion of the show what did it random questions Joe
2: oh so shit. oh shit. All
0: right. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, you
2: take a deep breath. That's all right. I
0: might want to take another. Yeah, you don't get
2: one. <laughs> Yeah.
0: I yeah. never know what the questions are. He he. These are real random, so really answer them it. to the best of your ability.
2: No, we don't go too hard on you.
0: Oh,
3: go. Y'all, y'all going take it easy? So, yeah. you know, I did remember the quote. It was imitation is the sincerest form of flattery Seriously. that mediocrity can pay to greatness. Mm. That's how you it's the truth.
2: Mm-hmm. Shout
3: out, shout out to that gym.
1: <laughs> Real. All right. All right. All right. let's go. Let's get let some- go. All right, so so Paco, um what is the craziest thing you did during your grind to prove to yourself that you were serious? Like the craziest shit you just like, hey yo. Yeah, I know I'm out here now. Like, yeah, <laughs> what, what, what was
2: you that? You eat food, you know
0: oh. like, you uh, was, what trying- was-
3: when i was 21 years old for my 21st birthday party i flew some i flew a handful of my friends out from texas to florida um i got them an airbnb and then i rented a yacht um and i threw a a yacht party for my 21st and like there's a moment on that yacht where i just looked up i was like damn (laughs) (laughs)
0: like
3: this is it it. what (laughs) what
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. That's-
3: so, that, that was probably that was probably the the craziest thing that I had to get just you know just to get the flex out of my system. Yeah. Um. Yeah. On. Just one just to on. just to you know just yeah one time on. just to get it out. Um. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that probably be the craziest thing. Okay. So far.
2: That's good. That's okay. good. Big time. Okay. Good.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Second. Second question. Now, what's a talent that you have that you are afraid to let people know? Of?
3: A talent that I have that I'm afraid
2: I'm pretty, oh,
1: pretty
0: so issues. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, you know something that you might think is a little <laughs> embarrassing that you that you pretty talented at. You know
3: what I'm like? um, so I mean? saying? so it wasn't necessarily a talent, okay. but I used to be a uh I used to be a real big gamer. So like all growing up Ooh. I spent I, I had like a Neopets phase. I had a RuneScape. I had a real long RuneScape phase to the point to where like I was making YouTube oh. videos on RuneScape. I had like a thousand subscribers on it. I was getting pretty popular in the game. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> was a, yeah. I, I don't really talk about it too much, but um, yeah, so I got a little cyber pop in, the, in within that community. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Paco, Paco, Paco's that guy in line. This, was,
1: right. this, was,
3: this was this was like back in like middle school. A little bit of high school age, yeah. so that's something mm-hmm. I don't talk about too much. Okay. He's hey.
0: like that was another lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Rune skate though. Y'all know about skate because niggas was all skate. Yeah,
3: yeah. for real. I was nice. Like I spent, I spent like a good six, seven, eight years. I don't maxed out um a few of the skills. I had ninety nine range, ninety nine hunt. Like I, I was on that. Hook. <laughs> yeah, in <Yeah. laughs> oh Shout out Paco, hey honey, no it, hey for real that's that's hilarious
0: he said well,
1: he was into it for real you know parka you know i saw i was gonna take a light on you man and, you know that's <laughs> you know I, you know that was that was all right though i like i like i like
2: that no that's
0: funny though i know y'all Yo, you you Y'all want people to go
3: look up your gamer tag. Let people- uh, okay. <laughs> you you, you done with the game? You don't game at all no more? You ain't on Call of Duty? I haven't. You ain't on- I, haven't. I, I I put the sticks down for a while. I used to be on Halo 3 heavily. Like, um, heavy. Halo yeah. Halo 3, I was definitely like, want right, to play. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Don't be hating on Halo, bro. bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nah, nah.
1: <laughs> hey, but hey, you know I'm trying to play, bro? It's like... I don't know why I couldn't get into the spaceman's jumping and like how they be. I don't know why I couldn't get into that, bro. i hey, hey. I
3: mean, I, I hear you, but like Halo. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> That's a different debate for a different day, man. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> I show, I show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Um, how you feel? I'm feeling good. You feeling man. good.
1: You no, know, I can't complain. I
0: Lord. mean, I
1: know. Well, um, Paco came through, and you know, blessed the strain. You Know what I'm saying? Drop some gems, uh, definitely motivated a few people
3: over I, I, I hope people. y'all's audience enjoyed me. I yeah. think they did. Oh, yeah, I man, we
0: can tell the comments didn't live
3: right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I think, I think, I think you did. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, somebody oh. said somebody was mad
0: about that Halo. It says, oh, no, he said Halo's
3: fire. Yeah, hey, Halo, you like Halo 2 and Halo 3, they're, they're just classics, you can't disrespect uh-huh. them.
1: So wait, so you you never been on Black Ops like or not heavily, not heavily. Yeah, you know, but right. this 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 recent Call of Duty just came out. Is is probably, I mean, I ain't really. Besides that, in Black Ops, it was the only two I really played, but I'm still playing this one from last year. Like, hey, shout out to COVID. It just took me back to the, <laughs> first year, like,
2: right. Know, like, yeah, to man. yeah, man.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. The uh uh. Um,
3: What is it? The final four. I don't know if you got a chance to watch that game last night. Um, but the I, I didn't, but I heard Baylor showed out. Yes. Yeah, 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 they I mean, I
0: mean, you just ain't
1: got to go like that now. You know, me, man. You know, it was very sad to watch that display. You know what I mean? You know, I I know. Yeah, I heard you really wasn't a sports guy, but uh, that was the game. But it was the game afterwards that really took me back, it, You know, um. That uh, UCLA, Gonzaga, like, hey, that was probably one of the best basketball I've seen in games I've seen in a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're not a basketball fan, you would have appreciated that game. You know what I'm saying? Just the back and forth, the competitiveness, the grit, and then it was a game winner out of well, this. Man,
3: We all we all know that that college ball go way harder than actual professional. No, no, hey, that, like-
1: man. what I was watching last night, I, I was like – it, it doesn't even matter what team you want to go for at this point. Like, you know, you literally just enjoy <laughs> the competition. You know what yeah. I
2: mean? Enjoying exactly. so yeah. the hustle Yeah, hell yeah. Understand. Hell understand. Yeah.
0: understand. Sure. Hey man. I I learned something today. I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all <laughs> learned something today, but I learned something today. You know, our job is to inform um and to educate you guys and to connect you with people who we can feel elevate. Um, what we're doing. So thank yeah, you yeah. again, right. And I'm gonna say it with the K. I'm, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna say it the right way. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs>
2: okay.
0: You know
1: what
3: I mean?
0: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> where, 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 where's Auntie?
3: Fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> Auntie's in Hi. the room right now. Auntie's in the room. You feel me? <laughs> hello. You know what I'm
0: saying?
2: Yeah, hello. You must be respectful. Yeah. Y'all talk about? Oh, yeah. I really <laughs> God, honestly,
3: th- this conversation it was beautiful. I, I appreciate y'all sure. for having me so much, yo. Like this, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, nah, we appreciate. Hey, it, thank you. Bro. you.
1: For real. Thank you. Yeah, man. Hey, man. it's us some other shit with your boy Joe Prophet. My girl Monet Banks. I and mean, we're giving you opinions back with facts, right like that. Here we are man, we had a great one, my boy
0: Pacquiao. Yes, make sure you guys follow, 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 Y'all follow see that And shop ww.mizhop.com. Make sure y'all take that It's
1: out. easy socks and drawers on deck.
0: Subscribe and ring bell, y'all. please.
2: yeah I you More than banks from the pros back to college. Everything on process. Tune in and watch it. to you from the home on the rockets. Same place where we school when we're it. Every league, every team is a contest. It's the only podcast with no nonsense.